Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you are now tuning in. Shut up, phone. The six man combo. Let's get it. people ladies and gentlemen boys and girls this is your man six man k styles and we are here on a tuesday afternoon as we're bringing you our six man combo and on the um I'm about to do something right quick. Side of the game, we got. <laughs> I'm, I'm here. <laughs> oh, he's here. Okay, okay, okay. I'm about to say. I thought he was doing something else. So, hey man, we well, got. I, was, man, I forgot what time it was. Oh lord. <laughs> I'm about to say we got Mad My Sports in the building, man. What's happening, people? You already know. We got to kick it off the right way, man. Like I said, we didn't do it the last show. It felt wrong. We got to do it today. We got to hit them with the three words. What are those three words, Mike? That real Roll cow. All right, you put a little remix to that one. <laughs> well, that shit sound like we was constipated, boy. What the hell was going on with that? <laughs> All right, as we already know, we got a new rule here with the roll call. The, the members get the very first shout out on the roll calls today. And right now, the very first roll call goes to, hold on, where he at? Mr. Darnell Partridge, aka Mr. Adamsville in the building. Appreciate yeah. you tuning in to us. Well, I'm trying to get this thing. I'm trying to get this thing to do it right. All right. And let's go ahead and get right into Shut up, phone. This is bullshit. My, my bad. I didn't mean to say a cuss word earlier. Uh, but let's go ahead and get back into the roll call. We got Big Ann in the building. We got JB. We got Joseph Thornton. It's your boy Fresh Terry Lloyd, ATL Leo, Georgia, Texas boy William Amy in the building, Pat Norris, Bubba Gump. We got Michael Walker, not that Michael Walker. Mm-hmm. We got Eric Matt, Quentin Brown, Jock Money. We got my people Sonya, she's in the building. We got my homie Yusuke. <clears throat> Finally catching live with us here in a while. Kenneth mm-hmm. Lewis, Wheezy B, Demarcus Gresham, Jerome 691-11116. That's a lot of damn numbers. But damn one. 
That's the Matrix number. We got Mucho Grundy, Robert Trail, King Fuego, Anthony White, Sherman Wood. All right, man, let's go ahead and get right into it, man. Um, the reason why y'all ain't hearing no music here in a while is we doing a little experiment with something right quick. So we're going to get that coming up soon. But, Mike, it's been a very first interesting day here with free agency. Um, I think Terry Fontenot went from a heel to a face in a matter of three days. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, yes. we got another member in the damn chat, man. Mr. Andrew G tuning in with us, man. We definitely appreciate you on that tip. Now, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and get straight into it, man. Get straight into it. Now, for a lot of people, was kind of anticipating this to potentially happen as far as what they were going to do with Caleb McGarry. Just came out. Caleb McGarry has re-signed with the Falcons for three years, $34 million. Whew. Man. I mean, it, 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 like, that's definitely something that, um, what? That, that, talk about a hometown discount. We got that right. That's a hometown discount. And that's letting you know that Caleb McGarry understands the mission. He he understands that he had and it works in the Falcons' favor because not only does it help them as far as being able to still have cat room for the draft, and if they need to make any other potential cuts, be some other things that they need. Um, like we like. I give shouts out to LT and what a lot of us said about the offensive line, man. It's all about chemistry, man. McGarry, Lestrum, they got that chemistry, man. Like you said, it, they work well together on that right side of the, of the line. Hey, man, I'm loving it, man. Mike, what you think on it? What, what What's your take on it, man? What's your take on it? Um kind of echo what you said man it's about the chemistry man um caleb mcgeary and chris lanstrom have something special uh a brotherhood even um the thing that i like most about this and this is something that drake london even spoke on it's like if you don't want to be here like don't like you're not going to be here if you're not going to buy into what we're doing you're not going to be here but the best thing that I like about this is Caleb McGeary understands the mission. He understands where this team is going. So I'm going to give him, I'm going to give him a, uh, uh, if I give him a award, what would that award be? I, I, I think this is a teammate of the year award. I, I'll say that. I'm gonna say this: the Mad Mike Teammate of the Year Award, I, I, and I'm gonna say this right now: 2023, Caleb McGear deserves the Teammate of the Year Award because he had every opportunity to go chase the money, 
and he didn't do that. He took less money to be a part of something special, a brotherhood. He didn't focus on himself and you know going and get the bag. We got so many players and people in this world. They'll do anything for a dollar, and um, he didn't do that. Like I said, the Falcons, um, Don Rossini, and a number of people thought that he would be, you know, that he the Falcons would be outbidded. Caleb McGarry wanted to be a part of the process. And like I said, I, I think he deserves more credit than anybody in this offseason because he took the team, he took part of being, a, you know, he took being a part of something big and special over something artificial. And like I said, money is good, but if you don't like the people around you, that 34 million hits different when you're around people you don't really like versus having $34 million around people that you love. So I, I think Caleb McGarry deserves the Atlanta Falcons. Matt Mike, Atlanta Falcons player, um, teammate of the year. Or as what we would say in the six man, the six man K style channel. That's mm-hmm. my dog. <laughs> That's my dog. That's my dog. That's my dog. <laughs> Shout out to Chris Tucker Friday. <laughs> but but yeah, like you said, the key word is understanding the mission seeing the bigger picture as far as what they have here. I mean, because and that's one of those things, especially when you're talking the difference between day one and day two of this free agency period. Day two is usually when you start getting more of the realistic contracts, where it's like, yeah. okay, it ain't gonna kill you too often. But like you said, at a possible eleven million a year, yeah, yeah, that that that's well below what his market value was mm-hmm. initially. By SportsTrack.com, it said his market value would have been around seventeen, eighteen. But but but. Terry Fontenot, he 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 done pulled down his pants and showing his ass right now. <laughs> Hold on, let me get a little swig of water right quick. All right. But that kind of lets you know what direction this team is going I'm on. sorry, y'all. I, I just got interrupted by my niece. She wanted to sing happy birthday to me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, hey, everybody. Today is Mad Mike's sports birthday. So. <clears throat> oh, my God. I ain't singing no goddamn happy birthday, your ass, nigga. Um, <laughs> 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 but, I thought you were pull the Saints. Nah, nah, I ain't going to do you like well, that. Like I said, man. Like I said, everybody give day uh congratulatory happy birthday to man, Mike Sports, man. We got another year in the game. Um, 
this this is my OG in the streaming game right here in the mm-hmm. So we definitely um we we as the people not only for me, not for the unholy alliance, not just for AFN, for the people watching us, like we always say, man, we appreciate everything you've done for us. We appreciate the stuff that you gave us, uh, giving us memorable rants. Hey, man, got a whole nother year to do it again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some of them, I'm, I'm still kind of embarrassed. Um, <laughs> I, bro, I, people don't know. I have no clue. I don't write a dang on thing down. I have no clue what's going to come out of my mouth. One of the things that scared my mom half the death is what the, she had no clue what was going to come out of my mouth. I bathed the shit out of my mouth. <laughs> right. So, so at the end of the show, if y'all still tuning in at the end of the show, I need everybody Ooh. in the chat to give me your favorite Mad Mike moment for 2022. Oh. <laughs> well, save it for the end of the show. Save it for oh, the end of the show. Don't man, do it right no. Yeah, yeah, man. We got to. I got to embarrass you like this just for a little oh, bit. Oh, my God. God damn. <laughs> I got a I got a freaking laundry list. Good God Almighty! <laughs> hey man, hey man. Like you said, man. Everybody here, everybody here that's watching the show, man. They appreciate everything you do, man. I appreciate um, that. Like I said, we like we try we try to be optimistic. Actually, we don't try. We are optimistic about a lot of things. We we we're about positivity. But the thing about it is, we're a little bit more in your face and, <laughs> and, 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 and stubborn as hell. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. But, <laughs> um, but that's what makes for conversation. A lot of times, people have views about certain things about the aspects of the Falcons. A lot of content creators ain't gonna challenge you. We gonna challenge you. Just for the conversation in itself. So, for me, to my homie Mad Mike Sports, we appreciate you, man. Mm, Appreciate that. We damn sure appreciate you guys. That's what damn sure sure. And no, it was the same. It was the same guy that molded me from the very first show where I was drunk as hell. (laughs) We we appreciate you. That's my moment right there. <laughs> That's my favorite man, my moment. <laughs> Boy. Yeah, and, and, and he ain't lying too. We don't script nothing. <laughs> nothing script scripted nothing. over here. Nothing. We got bullet points, but we do not know how the hell that shit gonna go. Mm-mm. All right. Hey, man. Absolutely. Hey, shout out to Andrew G for the Hold on, it should be coming up. The ten dollar super chat said, "Happy birthday, Mike!" Appreciate that, Andrew. Definitely appreciate that, Andrew. Um, Like I said, Corey World Peace. Appreciate you tuning in, Dalen Banks, uh, Devon. Appreciate you tuning in, Brian Peoples. Hey, we got. 
we got Mr. Cookie by Nature. That's one of our info guys. So y'all definitely. Oh show yeah, him. he's a he's That's one of our in, that that and, and we got Black Bear Lorette. Those are two of our guys. Those two two of our peoples that help us with a lot of stuff, AFN crew and all that included. So, but. Getting back to the Caleb McGarry thing, like I said, it's well, like, it's deserving so. But like you said, it's appreciative because, like you said, he could have got more money. He went well below market value. But that's just one of those things where if you're building the culture right. Say it again. Folks will be willing to stay for less. Let me say that one more time. If you build the culture, guys will be willing to stay or come for less. That kind of didn't sound right at the end, but I'm just saying. Hey, 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 you sound like Bill Cosby. I'm watching the Cosby show. You sound like Bill Cosby. If we just, if we the just get the, the jello pudding, and we build the culture right, <laughs> they will come. <laughs> oh my god! We went. We look. We we'll get Terrence Masters on there, man. Terrence Masters is a great guy. He going to the Hall of Fame. We want him to enjoy his off season. Exactly. Um, do do us a favor. Actually, go to Atlanta Sports Unlimited and subscribe yeah. to that channel. Like he exactly. got some great takes over there, man. He mm. pretty much echo the same stuff that we be saying. So I love, right. love Terrence. He 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 taught me a lot about this dang on game. So like he wow. I, I buy the hell out of Terrence. That's him and that Chuck Smith. Those those two hell of a guys, bro. Those are pretty much staple guys that help us be who we are here as well. So mm-hmm. that's why we show appreciation towards them. <laughs> hey, Devon, like that. Build the culture. Build the culture. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, man. We 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 had to have a little fun with that. Like I said, man, we just show appreciation for Caleb McGarry. He understanding the mission. But let's go and get to the next signing of the day. And this is the Ooh. one that got everybody got some folk 38 hot today. Boy, somebody got <laughs> this is the 38 hot topic right here. Ooh-wee. Falcon side quarterback Taylor Heineke for a two-year up to $20 million a year contract, which in actuality is really a 14-year contract, but six million when it's sentenced. Oh my God, boy! He, boy, boy, thirty-eight hot wasn't the goddamn issue, boy. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, hold on, people, y'all. Hold on, people. We appreciate the the one hundred six that's in here right now, man. But we gotta get these likes up to about fifty. We gotta get them up to fifty. Um, trying not to play the music. Don't make me play the music now. <laughs> I don't know why that song when you said that. I just I, all I heard was play that fucking music. Why, boy? 
Play that. No, no, we gotta say Terry Terry Fonda got black. Play that fucking music. Bash boy. Play that funky music, right? Play that funky music, bass boy. Play down that boogie and play that funky music to you. You damn sure we playing some funky music the first past couple days. I tell you that much now. All right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And that's the musical stylings of Six Man K Styles. <laughs> Definitely appreciate y'all for that. All right, we good now. We good now. I knew it took a song. <laughs> hey, get people singing. They, 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 right, but do anything getting the scene first. Mm-hmm. But Tyler Heineke was a very interesting one, and I give you credit, Mike. You called this one. You you did kind of you did call this one. I don't remember what show it was, but I remember you did. Yeah, I forget what show it was. <laughs> We gotta go through the archive right quick to find out. Um, but um, yeah, I feel like this one is a good one. Um, if we kind of understand why it happened, um, like you said, yeah, it wasn't the sexy pick of the Teddy Bridgewater or the Jacoby Percent kind of guy that I thought they was gonna go after, but. If you look at Tyler Heineke, he is a guy who has started for the Washington Commanders the last couple years. The story behind Tyler Heineke and how he got to where he is now is the re- I think is the reason why they signed him. Like I said, you think about this. Undrafted free agent, undrafted free agent out of college, cut by five teams, cut by five teams in four NFL seasons. XFL, homeless. Well, sleeping on the sister couch, still homeless. Got an opportunity to play. Really, his first game really was against Tom Brady in the playoffs. He got an opportunity to start the very next year. And then this past season, he kind of got hurt. So you didn't really see him too often. So for your backup quarterback, you literally have a guy that's went through all of it. He he went through the ringer. And hold on. Let me go ahead and get this. Um, let me see. See, pull this up. Go ahead and get this $5 super chat. Five. Said, we are better. Kevin Art, appreciate you. He said, we are better today than we ended up the season with our audition. Can't wait to see the rest of the puzzle pieces. The people Terry sets us up with. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. But... Yeah, like I said, you're bringing in a backup quarterback that has went through those struggles as far as trying to find a name for himself in this league. He got the opportunity. He took advantage of it. Um, and what it do, and what it does is it gives you a serviceable backup who has recently started in this league. 
who has seen it from the sideline holding clipboards looking at it from the sideline perspective and is a guy that could possibly mentor like not only give competition but a guy that can show the ropes to a Desmond Ritter and that's all you want that's all that's all you want right there and he'll ju- he's a hometown kid too so mm-hmm. that played a part in it as well Hey man, we got a therapist in the building. Um, we got a therapist in the building. What's he's going feeling on? on your booty, feeling on your booty. <laughs> What's going on, y'all? I just came up here, Terry. I man, I just want to say happy birthday, man, Mike boy. Happy birthday! I wouldn't have no place to call the therapist. <laughs> Uh, hey y'all, hey y'all, man! I'm gonna tell y'all something right quick, man. I remember my first time here, man. Might yell at somebody. It inspired me, so I decided to go out and yell at people too. If Mike can do it, you can do it too. Happy birthday, bro! Taco's you on me, yell. man. You get a yell. You get a yell. You get a yell. <laughs> hey, man! Happy birthday, bro! Like, like I said, we'll take you. We don't take you for granted, bro. I appreciate everything you did for me, man. And, uh, you know, add me, you and Maggie, add me to the AFN family. Boy, it has changed my life. So, <laughs> hey, man, I'm glad we able to entertain you guys. But, hey, throw your hands up, man. Caleb McGarry, bruh, that's a trooper. That dude now, well, Mike and K Styles are, are, are telling y'all, but they ain't telling y'all, Caleb McGarry going to play his ass off, which is going to force Chris Lindstrom to play his ass off. They want to be here. Now is the time for y'all to pay attention to y'all Atlanta Falcons. We are building a team for the long haul. We ain't going to try to go for one Super Bowl and then that be done. So, so yeah, look, we, we own that, man. So listen, make sure you listen to these guys. I'm telling you, I wasn't no football fanatic myself on TV. I'm learning from these dudes every day. So, hey, Mike, like I said, man, appreciate you, bro. 100. Hey, man. Appreciate it. Hey, man. And why you on here, man? I might. I'm about to say, I want to get your... Well, you've already spoke on Tyler Heineke earlier today. Um, for those that may not have caught it, I know mostly everybody didn't caught it, but I want you to go ahead and reiterate what your thoughts on Tyler Heineke and what he brings as far as to this quarterback room. Yeah, see, a lot of people, something you got mixed feelings from what I've seen. You got people that say they like it. You got people that say they don't like it. What you got to understand with Tyler Heineke, he's not a replacement. He's there because Tyler Heineke has that wisdom that Ritter has yet to acquire. You know what I'm saying? He's got that experience. So when you got a veteran quarterback that's behind you, when you see the defense go on the field and you see Ritter come off the field to sit down next to next to Tyler Heineke, the first thing he's going to do is Tyler's going to pick out certain little nuances that he's he learned playing the game. That Ritter may not have seen yet because you got to think, even though people don't think too highly of him, he's seen a lot. He's been in a, he's been in the league long enough to see seasons where teams have certain tendencies. That's what you got to teach your um, rookie quarterback. Hey, bro, 
that lineman right there, when they line up on this side, look out for him. Or when you see this formation, just know that, hey, they may come with a, a zero blitz and they may have a spy on the outside. That spy you may not see. You may see the blitz coming, but you might not see that guy. So just know about it. He's going to be able to pick out things. He's going to be able to tell you about certain coaches. Okay, look, when we play this team, that coach, he likes to do A, B, C, and D. And only thing he'll do is reinforce what Arthur Smith is going to be telling him. Okay. So when people come in here and say it's a competition, it's only a competition just to get rid of, oh, look, bro, listen, do what you do. But here's what I know so I can impart this to you. Because technically, you don't want a backup quarterback trying to take the, the first QB spot unless he's just terrible, terrible, terrible. And that's not what we see out of Ritter. Ritter has potential to be a damn good quarterback. You just got to have somebody that's willing to say, hey, look, man, do this, do this, do that, and not give up on him halfway through the season. So y'all be very y'all pay very close attention to that. Man, y'all can call him Terry F. Baby. Y'all can call him Scary Terry. Um, <laughs> right, right, right. Now he we, we just gonna call him um the nigga that know how to budget his money. That's what we gonna call. Him. <laughs> boy, boy, look, look, look. Y'all know, look, y'all know that's Pimp Daddy Terry. That's Pimp, Pimp Daddy, Daddy Terry. right there. Pimp that's Pimp Terry. Paul right there. We gonna, yeah, we gonna Pimp call Paul. Pimp Paul Terry. Pimp Paul Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, baby. Come here, baby. You know Pimp what I'm gonna do? Terry. I'm gonna help you get on. I'm gonna help you get on the corner. And when you come off the corner, you are gonna have some more like you with. Me. Tell him, come on home. Pimp Paul Terry. Pimp Paul. Coming, coming to town here. You, <laughs> you better hey, have um, money. Yeah, it's, it's I'm I'm gonna just keep it like this. I don't think I attacked it like this with um this signing for uh Taylor Heineke. I think the the thing is when you look at these, especially the quarterback position, the Falcons offense are they don't need their quarterback to be superstars in order for this offense to be successful. They need their quarterbacks to really make the necessary throws and to be clutch, all right? Be clutch on third down, to be clutch in the red zone and just manage the game. Don't try to do too much. Don't try to throw the ball, you know, force it in spots and stuff like this. This offense is effective enough, especially with the running game and the, with the offensive line and the offensive line being so dominant and the run game being so dominant. They don't need their quarterbacks to be, you know, throw the ball, 30, 40 times a game. Like, if you looked at last year, even when Riddle, when we were winning a lot of games, even when Matt Ryan was winning a lot of games, it's like they threw the ball somewhere between 30, 20, from 20 to about 30 times a game. That's every game. So this offense doesn't need their quarterbacks to take over. This is why they went out and got a guy like Taylor Heineke. The thing is, too, like, this offense – with him, they need guys that's going to be able to escape the pocket. All right, he has to have the ability to move around. So Taylor Heineke is another thing. What people don't like it, uh, what people don't know about him is that he escapes the pocket 
almost identical to Lamar, Lamar Jackson, Desmond Ritter, Taylor Heineke. All three of those guys don't escape on the outside. Those guys escaped in the middle of the field. If you look at Lamar Jackson, most of his big runs come via the middle of the field. Same thing for Desmond, the same thing for Taylor Heineke. Those types of things absolutely drive the middle linebackers nuts because they got to focus on the quarterback escaping and worry about getting the proper depth and and coverage, but they got to worry about the running back and the backfield. So they got to keep an eye on all these quarterbacks. So that's the un like that's if, if there's one thing the underrated part of Heineke's game is that he is one hell of a scrambler. Why, 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 why? Yeah, Pimpaw Terry strikes. <coughs> but I'm getting a few of these comments right quick. Devon was here, was like, appreciate y'all. Salute everybody associated with AFN. We definitely appreciate that. That's all Big Ant said. Appreciate you, six man. Hey, man. At the end of the day, as y'all saw in the intro, that is the model that I go by here. And this is what we all go by. All is one. Mm-hmm. You hear it over here first. Six Man K style saying over here, this is what this whole group is over here. This is what everybody that tunes into these shows every day we come on. All is one. Mm-hmm. That's Absolutely. just showing our appreciation to y'all, man. But um, let's see. Let's see what else we got here. Yeah, just trying to get a few more of these comments going on. Uh, Hold on, we got you right here. We got you. We got Mr. 58 in the building. Saying competition. 58. Mr. 58 in the building, man. Y'all make sure y'all go and subscribe to him as well, man. He's another one of those Falcon content creators. Too, man. Yeah. Yeah. Make, make sure. I want him to hit me up and say I got at least five to ten new subscribers. So mm-hmm. yeah, y'all make sure y'all hit him up. Um but Let's see. Let's see what we got here. Don't mind me, y'all. Don't mind me, y'all. Don't, don't mind me. What the hell you laughing? Well, they showing out, man. He called, but I hate your fucking guts, man. I really hate you, bro. I can't stand you. What the hell? Behave. Oh my god, what the fuck? What the hell just happened? I'm scared to find out what happened. Bro, you don't want to know. That comment, bro. No comment. No comment. No comment. Bro. Bro. No. No. No, I got to do it. Hey, man, we appreciate it, man. We tried, man. We tried. Get up. Oh my god. Get up. Lord, 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 Lord. Hey man, we appreciate y'all, man. Uh Bliss 818 says that Ellis a 3-4 um outside linebacker or 4-3 weak side linebacker. Um from the uh Juan. Oh yeah, Juan Juan actually sat with us in one of our study sessions after the show. 
Yeah. What did we see about Kane Ellis? <laughs> Kane Ellis. Kane Ellis is that dude that will run over you, take your mama's lunch, slap you with it, and then take it to the house and dare you to taste it. <laughs> he ain't no joke. He is no joke. Let, let, me, let me put it. Let me put it in simple terms. He's basically Troy Anderson. That's all. That's another. That's another Troy Anderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just a little bit more angry. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, yeah, like I said, I don't know what it is about them boys from Idaho and Montana, bro, but they strong as hell for some reason. Can, can, can I say something? Because uh, I noticed we had a, a conversation. On, uh, Mike had a conversation in his rant today. Mm -hmm. Let me tell y'all something right now. Please. Please, please, please. Do not sleep on the fact of the players that we acquired from the skanks. Please don't. Please don't. See, <laughs> and don't let none of these skanks trolls fool you. Oh, they butt hurt. They butt hurt. Because the ones we acquired, I'm, I'm going to invite you to go look at their film. Ayamada and Ellis. Look at their film. Mm -hmm. And then come back here and you'll understand why they in here trolling if they in here. Right. Oh, nah, we ain't gonna see them for a while. Um, but, oh yeah, like I said, and a lot of people, I see a lot of Duke Riley conversation going in here right now. Um, like I said, he's a role player at this point. He understands his role. He know he ain't no star. So, and that's the one thing about a lot. And that's why I always say a lot of times those role players usually last longer in this league because they have to feel a certain and Duke Riley is pretty good on special teams so like you said hey shouts out to him again but let's go ahead and get to the next question get to the next question um yeah yeah Ellison Anyamata makes up half of the sacks that we got as a team last year so yeah we are gonna definitely see <laughs> Hey, shit. <laughs> hey, shit. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? What's up? We, I, I had a Saints fan uh, on the show. And like I said, we appreciate even Saints fans coming on, on the show. But he said something that I just, I had to really shake my head to. <laughs> and it, it's like he said it with such confidence. He said David Aymada ain't been the same since he had whatever he was suspended. I'm saying, how the hell he not the same? He got five sacks last year. What the hell you want him to get 10, 20? That's like he's a, y'all had what, 50 something sacks? I think they had like nearly 50 something sacks uh, last year. Yeah, they had 40 um, sacks at the team last year. Right. And he had five of them. I'm saying, what do you expect from this guy? It's like, those are the things we're talking about. It's like, David Ayamada is a guy, when I look at him, he he wrenches with the purpose. He's not out there just like, all right, I'm going to a spot. He knows exactly what he's doing. He follows. One thing that I do like about him that sticks out is that he's always he always has a, a eye on the right guy. Like that's an uncanny ability that he has. Like he's always looking at the right person, whether it's the quarterback. The running back and, and running situations, um, a lot of those games, um, 
night games with those RPO um, uh, quarterback reads. I mean, he's always on the right guy. I mean, like that was, that's the thing that stood out to me. He's always making the right play at the right time. Uh, a lot of screens and stuff like this. Onyemata is always right there. So he's a very intelligent rusher. That's the best thing. That's what I'm seeing out of him. He's not going to blow you away with a lot of speed and quickness like Brady Jarrett. He, he, he's a strong guy, but he's not going to right, wow you as far as his, his strength is concerned. But he's very intelligent, and he follows the right play. He follows the play, uh, and I think that's the best thing that I've seen for Onyemata. He's really intelligent. So you, so you mean to tell me, Mad Mike, that uh, Onyemata got instincts that can't be taught? Is that it? Yeah. He ain't like yeah. goddamn. He ain't like uh who can I say? Tyler Davis. He, like, he, 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 he one thousand times better than that. Just just say that. <laughs> one thousand times better than that. Route <laughs> <laughs> ninety six. Oh, <laughs> Please, not him. Yeah. And um and D Coleman here said, um and yeah, he's right. Like you said, as a D tackle, man, you you essentially are and especially in his case, you essentially do the dirty work. That that that's his job. He gotta do the dirty work. Um and that's essentially what the help that Grady Jarrett needs on that line. He needs a bigger body in the middle that's willing to do the dirty work consistently. Yeah. Right. Right. But you, you know what I found very interesting? Is that, Mike, that same conversation that you were having, do you remember that person that said that now that we have acquired them they were trash. I'm like, how do you reduce your valuable players to trash because now they have left your team when that same set of players will help keeping y'all in games? Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, you know, it, 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 it's the um the bitter baby mama syndrome. That's all. Boy, man. you just took, bro. You took the word. <laughs> the my, bitter baby bro, mama bro. syndrome. That's exactly where I was about to go. <laughs> oh, oh, I man. mean, oh. it, it's it's. I mean, it's funny, man. I'm like, because if from when we studied the film, from what I saw, like, yeah, Anya Mata, he, boy, he was on he was on a pancake streak. But like Mike and him said, that's what you want. Grady's whole thing now, because he's he's a veteran, Grady just want to be free. He he want to be free to terrorize. He want to be free to get sacks. He want to be free to disrupt. He he's not in and he's not in the market now to be getting double team and triple team just because. And this is what we keep telling y'all. This is the free agency is designed so that you can put complimentary pieces on your team without breaking the bank. So that when you get in the draft, you make you, you make your splash selections if you so choose to. Right. I hope we don't have three white core uh, white 
middle linebackers. Goddamn boy, Atlanta. they'll burn it. They'll burn the city burn to the ground. The <laughs> I just that image, just like I just got an image of <laughs> in the second round, uh, bro. If they have full uh, uh, white boys, well, I, don't don't I, don't no, I, I don't give a fuck. Your main job is to hit, hit a motherfucker, hit a motherfucker. Hit, <laughs> hey, I'm cool. Hey, I grew up watching that win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I grew up watching that win with the like, Cowboys. This is the first time I've seen this in a long time with three white linebackers on a team. I'm talking about in Atlanta. It's like, I, I don't think we... It, Ever had this, maybe? Let me see. Matt Stewart. 60s and 70s. We had three left. Keith Brookin. Um, yeah. yeah. I, you, you trying to say what? 90s and 98? Let me see. Matt I'm Stewart. I'm just talking about Ever. I don't remember. He, t- he talked about in one, in one team. I'm no. Say since I, the, yeah, one team. Since the early 2000s. Yeah. I, I, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Keep rookie. But, um, I'm glad both of yeah. y'all are here too because this is a question after this first two days of free agency. Uh, does Pim Paul Terry has the thumbs up right now just based on this, right? Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Like, I- let me say it. Let me say it for the people in the back. This is what happens when you have a plan and money. <laughs> Not money, monies. <laughs> like I said, you heard it from Six Man K Styles here today. His new nickname is Pim Paul Terry. Pim Paul Terry with the capital P. Yeah. But I, 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 let me see. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We might have somebody here that want to chime in right quick. Not money. Oh, you got to add the Z's to the end. Money. Money. Home team. Home team. What's home happening? Home team. Money. What's happening? Money. First, I, I, I. I just want to say happy birthday to Mad Mike. Appreciate that, bro. Appreciate happy that, birthday, Lizzie. young fella. Yes, sir. Everybody been calling me 50 years old, Lee. Bro, I'm not 50, man. I ain't <laughs> <laughs> I got you great. go off on folks <laughs> like you 50, but you ain't 50. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, K-Style. K-Style, oh, old people call that. That's that get right. <laughs> That's that get right. You go get that get right energy. You just got a little salt and pepper on this. Just a little bit, man. Just a little salt and pepper. Hey, but I'm glad y'all on because I have a question for y'all too. And this is the next topic for tonight. I got a question for y'all. With this, with Pim Paul Terry helping making these moves the way he doing. Where the hell do the Falcons go from here? <laughs> Where do they go from here? 
nowhere but up. You now, if, if we talking about the draft. Yeah, that's if, yeah. I'm talking about the if, draft. If we talking about the draft, it, it, it's it's two things that that still hold true about the draft. It's possible that those three monumental guys, Jalen Carter, Tyree Wilson, or Will Anderson, it could be possible for one of those three to slip to number eight. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to hold, they're going to they're gonna be anticipating to, uh, somebody's going to be dumb enough to let that happen. If that doesn't happen, if those three guys do go before the eighth, the eighth pick, we will be trading back. And and oh 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 oh, it's gonna be a glorious night. It's gonna be a glorious night if we end up getting Jack Campbell in the second round. That part. That part. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna oh be God. a glorious night. So it's, it's still a lot of opportunity. Still a lot of things we could do. Lord, 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 boy, that 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 that's a whole lot. That's that that that's a whole lot of um free 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 forming um <laughs> clear people in the middle of the field. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, look, we got the number eight on a stranglehold, mm-hmm. and everything goes. But like, like Barry said, if they should happen to fall, any of them, all of them, even some of them, we gonna get them. If not, we trade back and create more, more, more problems for everybody else. That's just what we do. Y'all gotta understand right now. The Falcons is in the driver's seat, no matter how you look at it. And we got cushion. And when we get done, we gonna have cash left over. Y'all, y'all not understanding. It ain't, ain't ain't no more spam and rice. We can leave we can leave for some chicken wings, and 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 maybe maybe a steak plate. I still fuck up some spam and rice though. I fuck that, that shit, shit up. Oh yeah, yeah, shit. That last thing I got, boy. I'm, I'm treating that thing like a um like a five course meal, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Put a, biscuit, put a biscuit with exactly. that shit and call it a exactly. date. You ain't even gotta have a biscuit. Give me a piece of bread with some butter on it. With some butter. <laughs> bread and some butter. But I mean, we trade back with that A and we trade that A pick. I just want fans to be I want y'all to be um uh prepared. Just prepare yourself. Because if you're able to get one of these top corners and able to get one of these top linebackers in the draft along with what we've already gotten mm-hmm. just in the second day well just in the second day of legal quote unquote legal tampering this defense is gonna be fire bro and we know mm-hmm. we can run it down your damn throat with the with oh my god Caleb McGarry I was so happy because he took a discount and we locked him up for three years and we gonna be able to run the head. I'm too excited to have words. <laughs> I'm just too excited. Man, Mike, 
Atlanta Falcons teammate of the year, Caleb McGear. Because they got Caleb it. That's the that's the um that's my dog. That that's what we're gonna call it. That's my dog. Uh, exactly. But shout out to Brian Peoples for the 199 super chat. He says and also a short long term plan. That's all it is, man. What's happening, fellas? Oh man, what's, what's going on, man? What is going on, man? So Mike, what I tell you, I told they gonna bring that boy back, Mike. Hey man, uh, that's that. Hey, I was I was wondering. I was. My thing is, I, I it it's, it made me nervous because obviously you, I, I don't think we need a right tackle, even if we lost Caleb, because a lot of people don't really believe in Jalen. That's not the case with me. Um, I think he's a very good uh, a, a right tackle. Now, left guard, we're talking about something different. But right tackle, that's his, that's his normal position. But I, like, I, I, I was scared, man. I, I, I ain't going to lie. I was scared. that they, they have such a chemistry right now, bro. Like, you just can't ignore that. And I think he knows it. Like I said, that dude, uh, since we on six-man K-Styles, uh, channel, he gets the that's my dog, that's my dog award. He, he yeah, him, like, him, and, him and Metro, they got good, they got good chemistry. Plus, if he would have left though, we still got two tackles on the roster that can mm-hmm. fill in. We got Mayfield and we got Schaefer that we drafted from Georgia, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? So, both of them can play that tackle spot. And I trust mm-hmm. Arthur Smith to get them, them lining up apart. You seen how much, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What you buy, uh. Hennessy, how much he improved at that when he got to that left guard, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? All they need, all they need, is a little more, do a couple more squats, sit down a little bit, put some bricks in their back pocket, they'll be all right. right. Well, you know what? So you know what? In my estimation, keeping Caleb McGear and Chris Lindstrom together, what that does is they want to make sure that Ritter can shine on the field. Pay, cl- pay close attention. They want to take every excuse out of everybody's hands when it comes to Rear doing his thing, playing his game. They don't want nobody to say, oh, the O-line is bad. They don't want nobody to say, oh, well, the defense ain't doing No. So when he is on, when he on the field and center, let him do his thing. So if you got them guys that already got their chemistry, it makes it that much better. It makes his job a lot easier. And this is stuff we keep talking about. If you build people around him, Ritter going to excel. Now it's just a wait and see game. All right. So Game Bread Monk came with the $5 super chat. That, that part people need to realize. Uh, Pim Paul Terry isn't going to blow the whole bankroll. He's going to get top shelf talent and money left for future contracts. That part. Hey, it's still showing us to have 31 million in caps, but it got Chicago at 40, Arizona at 32, and we got 31 right now. Right. So we still got a little bread left over. Yeah. Yeah. And, and look at it like. And when eight and twelve ain't twelve allocated to the to the draft class, correct? Um, I think the I think the actual number is like eleven point five. 
that I think if you go to oh if you go to sportstrack.com, they actually give the value of the picks as far as the contracts. And they said it was about eleven point five million to be exact. Okay, okay, okay. So you you give like uh minus that, then you minus in what maybe what five hundred thousand? Mm-hmm. So you may be looking at possible twenty million mm-hmm. maybe left. And you can get a couple guys for like a couple, you know, two, three million dollars. You get like an Isaiah Oliver and have him come in for like a year deal or something like that, get him like a uh, three to four million dollar contract. Uh-huh. You can you can you can get some quality guys making a couple of million dollars, man, and make them like I said, it's about making them earn that chick, bro. That's that's what it's about. Earning mm-hmm. the chick. You can go get a David Montgomery for about four mil a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lot though. Said this where you get your great value picks from. Yeah, you get a yeah. one year. You mm-hmm. get a one year. You get a one year. That's, that's, what, yeah. that's what we got. On that, uh, mm-hmm. In the eighth pick, I'm saying they're gonna they're gonna get Jalen Carter if he's still there. If he's not, they're gonna drop down. They're gonna they're gonna probably get Nolan Smith. They'll get Nolan Smith. You know what I'm saying? The add to mm-hmm. that pad wrestling count. You know, uh, okay. then I think we're gonna get a wide receiver later in, later in the round, probably like fourth round. I think we're gonna get another running back, probably like fifth or sixth round. We ain't got no sixth round pick, so it's probably gonna be a fifth round pick or something like that for some depth piece or something. Cause plenty of running backs and there's plenty of cornerbacks in the draft. They deep in both of them spots. Right. Well, just just thing too, knowing no knowing Pinball. He may he, he may ask somebody, well, what you willing to give me for for, for number eight? So we may end up with more, we may end up with more picks exactly. to get more people. Exactly. That's what I'm. That's to me, in my opinion, that's what I'm hoping for because, like I said, you you want to be able to get as many of them guys as you possibly can if you can. Because this is a what you call a once in a lifetime event. That us fans get to see what this team is actually being built the correct way. Hey, and if you can do it without breaking the bank, I say go for it. I just thought about something. Y'all remember when Ron Nelson was hired, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who was the first person he said he called and talked to? Grady Jarrett. Troy Anderson. Uh, Troy Anderson. Yep. I don't think Rashawn Evans coming back. Oh. Oh no, 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 no. Listen, hold on. Stop. No, 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 no. Get get your feelings out of him. He he didn't talk to Rashawn Evans. Rashawn Evans was in the line. Yeah. He talked to Troy. Yep. See what I'm saying? This ain't my take. This this is something that he talked to. He's one. Of, he said one of the first guys that he talked to was Troy Anderson. Rashawn Evans is a he is a for one. He's not his guy. That's number one. We got to understand when these defensive coordinators are. That's all good now. I truly believe that Rashawn Evans um, deserved to be back, but he didn't talk to Rashawn Evans. He talked to Troy. So 
I like it's something in me is really telling me they're gonna get a linebacker maybe in the third or fourth round, or you could quite possibly get him in the second round. But I, I like bringing in a guy like Ellis. Like Ellis is he's a unique type of uh, guy. He can come off the edge, but you can kind of put him. Oh. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily put him in coverage too much. But that's the beauty for uh, that's the beautiful thing about having a guy like Michael Walker. Even though he's had his struggles in coverage, the thing now is that we have three safeties. We got I can three. see Black Bear face now. <laughs> we got three safeties. Oh, look, look, look. You got three safeties now. You got you got Richie, you got yep. Jalen, and you got yep. Bates. Those guys can make up for what Ellis or Michael Walker lacks and dime and nickel packages so you don't have to have these guys you be more aggressive with that blitz and michael walker that's what he needs to be doing his ass don't need to be in fucking coverage at all right burn your draws and just go after the quarterback you don't need no, keep him on the outside. I don't want him filling no gaps. It says, the only gap you gonna fill is the damn nine gap. Right. You going wide. You going to the C gap, bro. That's all the gaps you gonna have. I'm saying, I would be able to deal with that, bro. I can handle him being out there. Cause he can use his athleticism, and we ain't worried about him. We ain't worried about him plugging no holes. Right, <laughs> right. right. I'm, I'm a, I'm, for, for me, it's hard. It's hard, bro. It's hard. You gotta be ready to. You gotta be ready to nut up about that linebacker. I don't care what you had out there. But right. I will be able to deal with him out there. So I agree yeah. with Mike. I agree with Mike on that. Yeah, but you know what? Ryan Nielsen said something that 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 Mike. Mike alluded to um, as the reason why he spoke to Grady Jarrett and Troy Anderson. Ryan Nielsen's whole mentality is attack. Attack. He is a he 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 likes to be aggressive, and he said it. He said I talked with Grady. He said and I talked with Troy. He said I haven't had a chance to work with Troy. He said we faced Grady many games. He said so I'm familiar with Grady's game. He said but I want to get a chance to work with Troy. Troy is that kind of dude where he's got good instincts and he likes to attack. See ball, go get ball. And that fits Ryan Nielsen's mentality. So that that's that's pretty much what Mike is saying. So and when attacking, you have to have guys that's able to stay with with uh guys coming across the middle. That's yeah. why I don't think Jalen Hawkins will be back. I yeah. don't think Isaiah yeah. Oliver will still be here. For that reason, yeah, I, I, I kind of yeah, see Jalen Hawkins is kind of like cap casualty. I kind of see well, that. That's what I was saying, though. I think they're gonna have your boy um, Isaiah Oliver and Evans back on like friend, friend, team, friend, deal, friendly deal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because ain't no market really out there for them. Just like it went for McGarry. See how he came back up there. You feel me? So yeah, like, 
I ain't been hearing their name a lot, so I think they'll come back like depth pieces and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I think they want to have like a rotation how they do that defensive line. You feel? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hey, I want I want to get to this comment right quick. With Michael said, I like to see a wide receiver brought in to line up across from London. <sighs> these mm-hmm. last couple these last couple days that I've been seeing Terry Font knowing how he's been doing this thing. I would not be surprised if Jalen Hyatt is on the radar for the Falcons. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, he's a unique. Why I'm getting that feeling? Hmm. He's a unique piece. Because what what is the one thing that this offense is kind of missing? They're missing a number two. Yep. He ain't the greatest blocker in the world, but he ain't running backwards. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Uh, well, that, let me ask you this question, K-Style. Yo. Well, what we've done so far, do you think a number two corner is is the biggest question mark right now? Or do you think it's uh we still got a bigger question mark question mark somewhere else on the in the lineup? That's the thing. It's question mark. It, 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 on both of those sides of the ball, I think yeah, corner two is the biggest question mark. But um shut up, phone. I ain't asked you. Um Yeah, I wanted I want to see them address that corner two position. But I don't think that position is in necessarily dire straits as a lot of people think. Because as much as we are talking about that corner two position, you have to remember we still have the offer. Still got case. Still got Cornell Armstrong, and you still got Darren Hall. Like I said, these guys ain't the greatest corners, but they have experience with the guys that's there. Right. Now, Darren Hall, I'm still kind of on the side of the game with him. I'm still kind of right there with him. But that boy D. Alford, on the other hand, (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm done with Hall, bro. That nigga can go <laughs> right now. Bro. Right. Right. He had plenty of opportunity last year when right. when, the, when the boy got hurt and they put him out right. there. He got burnt like uh, like toast out there, bro. Right. But if they if they address corner with the first pick, I like I said, this would be one of those things that if they don't go edge rusher or defensive tackle, and they decide to go with a guy like a Christian Gonzalez. I wouldn't be mad at it. But just know when contract time comes, it's going to be hard to keep him and AJ together. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, That's why I don't think they going cornerback at eight fit because like, that's a high-value position. They're going to be the money that we got to pay them. You got to pay them. That's that's a lot of bread. That that that, that 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 is gonna be hard to keep them together. We talk about no fly zone for about two years, but the thing Straight about it, you get Christian Gonzalez 
AJ Terrell ain't gonna be here that much longer. Mm. Hey, that's too much damn money right there. Too much money. That's why. That's why. That's why I said they might roll with the guys they got here. Like I said, they might keep Casey Hayward. I think Casey Hayward had a he probably had a part in why Jesse Bates is here as well, since they all kind of cool like that. Yeah, they'll keep him. And it's, he played well before he got hurt. Right. Right. Sure, sure did. Right. And and one of the biggest things on the team is chemistry. Right. So I think the second corner, I think the second corner spot is athletes. I think we straight there. I think we are. But like I said, with the way that they moving and the way Pim Paul doing this shit right now. You never know. We don't damn know, bro. I'm, I'm never serious. Know. I'm dead serious, bro. I, we could be talking about Christian Gonzalez. This motherfucker may have um Jalen John. He may have he may have Jalen Jones on this goddamn radar. He'd be like, huh? They may be looking for that Tyreek Woolen damn corner. The one nobody expected to blow the fuck up. Hey, like you say, we don't damn know, but we sure do damn like it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and when you when you got a when you got a defense that you want to be smash mouth, right? You want to be a, mm-hmm. a hard hit defense. You wanna draw you wanna draw more people towards the middle. Than anything, because that's where they gonna get they they lunch to, right? They gonna get their lunch right, to right, 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 right. Towards the middle of the field. Now, y'all, say, a lot of folks think I'm crazy for saying this, but Eli Reeks takes the sideline away better than anybody in this draft. I haven't seen anybody take the sideline away like this young man. I ain't playing, bro. He do not give receivers the sideline at all. <laughs> Boy, it sounds like Champ Bailey there for a second, boy. He, I'm telling he <laughs> bro, he will not let you have the sideline. No, I, the, I, 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 I've done substantial film work on this guy because when I first seen him, uh, when I first started watching him, I said, damn, what is it that he's doing well? Because I saw things that he wasn't doing so well that I was like, you know what? That's something that can be fixed on, like, like his, his, like okay, his ability to be sticky. He's not a sticky guy. I get like a uh, coach, uh, coach Unchained. He's so right about that. He's more of a zone coverage guy. He's not a man guy. But when I watch him take that sideline away, it's like, bro, if he, if we could just get him to have better uh, understanding the coverage when he's in, when he's in man coverage, nobody's gonna be a be able to go up the sideline. Ain't gonna be no phase up, no sideline with this dude. He don't give it to you. <laughs> he said, it's all ball heads. Ain't no phase around here. Ain't no phase, all ball heads. <laughs> Ain't no phase. <laughs> I, I see what you did there, Kurt <laughs> I, I sure did. I got a ball head. <laughs> Got a, I got a ball here. <laughs> hey, this dude will not give you that. that, that so, listen, man. 
you take that sideline away from me for an outside corner, that's the first thing I'm looking for. Can he? Can I trust him not to get beat up the sideline? And this dude does not get beat up the sideline at all. So if he force guys inside, well, we got guys like, uh, oh, let's say Troy Amson, Isaiah Oliver, you know, the guys that, you know, that's going to put a little wood on you. Hey, man, I don't know. Anything can happen. That's why I say, it, coming into this, with everything we've done up to now, things are leading more towards corner, linebacker, early in the draft. In my opinion. Okay. But like yeah, I said, this saying. is the fun part about it. Like I said, this gives everybody the opportunity that may not know about Eli Ricks. Go and check them out. See for yourself. This is what we do over here. Like Tyreek Stevenson is another one of me that kind of intrigues yeah. me from Miami. Yeah, he yeah. intrigues me a lot. Yes. Um yes. but but your ass said Jack Campbell. I said, wait a guy. I was like, I was like, wait a goddamn minute now. Where the hell did I see this from? I, I've seen this linebacker before. Uh-huh. Sure have. But, but sure, yeah, man. On, it, the, on the race, people. Exactly. But, like I said, this is really the fun part about it. Like you said, this is what I do appreciate about this regime is we don't damn know what the hell they got going on. And they ain't telling nobody nothing. Nope. Not a drop. I, I didn't I see them it. resigning Bradley Payne. I didn't see them resigning Keith Smith. Nope. <laughs> Y'all don't think none of us seen that coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope. Like we Brandon here. here. Like Brandon here. Hell, they might be looking at however the fuck you say, Collegiate Cancy. They may be looking at him. We don't know. We get Cancy, bro. Oh my gosh. You want to talk about a rotation up front? Oh bruh. my god, bro! Bro, he's like he—he's like a superpower Goomba. <laughs> yes, he is a superpower Goomba, bro. Yes, I ain't saying he's stupid or nothing, but that mother is strong. <laughs> he just moving while he moving. He's he—he's he's small, but he's strong. And I think he ran like a four seven or something like that, a four six. Uh, four, six. Five, I think. He ran a full I six, so. five. Yeah. That's yeah. that's one of them dudes that run into you and carry you over the goal line <laughs> with him. That motherfucker like this. Hulk smash. <laughs> <laughs> right. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and Lee 85 here with the two dollar super chat said happy birthday, man. Mike. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. All right. So like I said. Y'all gonna get this, y'all gonna get this conversation continued throughout the week. Like I said, you got you got got your AFN fan crew right here. They got the family right here. They gonna continue to speak on this throughout the week, too. I got one more conversation here, and this was uh requested by the birthday boy. So let's go ahead and speak on it. Um I'm waiting on it to pop up. Pause for a fact. Bong. Oh boy. Oh boy. 
So, so one of the new breaking stories coming out right now is uh, Matt Ryan is expected to be cut by the Colts after year one. Bad Mike Sports. What is your take on this, man? I just thought about something. It really just changed just just now. Um, I think the sleeper team to really be focused on this, um, the possible sign. I know a lot of people thinking uh, the Niners. I don't think the Niners are going to get them. Um, the money that matter, uh, like the Matt money will gonna is going to be kind of high, near the ten. It's gonna be ten million, just that. I'm gonna throw a team out there that's really gonna shock the hell out of people when I say this. But I think if they make this room, this move, I think they can really be a Super Bowl contender. And it, um, is the Pittsburgh Steelers? Oh, that's scary right there, Mike. Well, I, I think. That like that one thing I don't doubt with Tomlin is that he'll have his defense ready to play. Yep. One of the things that I've seen last year that stood out to me with the Steelers is that their quarterback play was atrocious. Running game improved throughout the year. Offensive line improved. Defensive line they can obviously get pressure. They got. Fitzpatrick, um, they upgrading their secondary, and I think they are poised to make a playoff push. But they need a quarterback, bro. I'm not sold on that. That, that Kenny Pickett, I, I'm just not sold on him. And like I said, I, I think if they bring Matt Ryan in there for a veteran-friendly deal, he's from Pennsylvania. Um, He's used to that the 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 the, the fan base or uh, uh, um I guess the fans around that area or he's used to that. I I think that'll be a dangerous, dangerous um place for them. And I, I like I said, I really believe that's the place right now for him to go with that. Like if they're thinking Super Bowl. I'm signing Matt Ryan to back up Kenny Pickett and eventually take his spot because I don't think Pickett is very good. I, I just don't see it. I don't think he's very good at all. And you know what? Falcons quarterbacks tend to go to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Point there. there you have Light it. Ball. Yeah. Light bulb. And you're absolutely right. I would love to see Mike Tumbling and, and Matt Ryan together, bro. Oh my God! You want to talk about just a a, a, hand, a, a you know a handsome duo, for quarterback and head coach. Mm-hmm. The the defensive intelligence and prowess of Mike Tumbling mm-hmm. with the offense savviness of a Matt Ryan. Right. 
Right. It might be a match made in heaven. Mm-hmm. That's a mm-hmm. that's a dangerous setup. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a dangerous setup because you got a coach that ain't never really lost in the season during the season, and you got a you got a Hall of Famer in Matt Ryan that has seen every damn thing, and I mean everything. I mean everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Everything. But like you Y'all said, like you said, you can keep that, keep that knowledge, keep that knowledge to Kenny Pickett. I mean, Kenny Pickett's is not bad, but it's like he, 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 he needs some work. He can move, man. He got a big arm. Yeah, he needs some work. He, he, like I said, Mitchell Trubisky as a backup. Like I said, that was doomed to fail from the get go. <laughs> but let's be right. <laughs> Mitchell Trubiscuit. That's what I call him. They tried. Them. You they you, tried you, you rather choke on a Popeye biscuit than have Mitchell Trubisky as your backup. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, well, at least you got some seasoning on it. Right. And I think that's what Kenny Pickett needs. He needs a experienced back. He needs a guy that can come in and show him the role. It's kind of like a little bit like the Ritter tyler heineke thing but it's gonna be on a whole nother level um like you said if you're looking at matt ryan he's at the point of his career now where he's going to be a backup he's going he's going to have to be a mentor to somebody um he may have been willing to do that with the colts but uh jim ursay ain't shit (laughs) <laughs> Man, Man. Gonna hang it up, that motherfucker that 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 sound like the damn Carolina Panthers. This motherfucker don't know what they want. You Man, trade up for the first it. overall pick. Now you talking about, nah, I, I, I need to trade down. Like, wait, what? Bruh. Now it coming out. Oh, <laughs> you, you want CJ Stroud? Nah, but we want Anthony, Anthony Richardson. But this coach may want Will Lay. Like, bro. You know, the, 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 oh, flag on the play. Uh, yeah, we kind of, you might have to, uh, recap. Uh, that was one of the first segments of the show. Um, I know you probably came in late. So if you go ahead and replay it, uh, we got the Kayla McGarry segment at the very beginning of the show. Um, yeah. But yeah, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan to mentor Kenny Pickett, like I said, that I think that do wonders. Cause no, Mitchell Trubisky and Mason Rudolph, not nah, hell no. That's set up for failure right there. That that's a disaster. That that it don't even sound right coming out your mouth. <laughs> you got Mason Rudolph about to get his head took off by Miles Garrett because he didn't. He didn't talk shit. Um, <laughs> you got and you got Mitchell Trubisky. What can you learn? Not a damn thing. <laughs> Boy, you better off having been, been old crunkle need ass coming out of retirement just to be the uh, clipboard holder. Shit, you better off having Mariota over there teaching them something. Mitchell Trubisky sound more like a wrestler than he do a football. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all remember them crackers? You know them crackers with those little really expensive crackers they used to uh, come in like the clear packet? Yeah. Uh, uh, bis- bis- oh, oh, Chris Biscoff. Bis- 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 yeah, them Biscoff. <laughs> yeah, Mitchell Trubisco. Biscoff. Biscoff. 
Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. That's, every time I hear it, that's what I be thinking. I it, he like, he like, I'm going to eat me a, a, a Trisket. <laughs> a Trisket. I would like a Trisket. <laughs> a Trisket. That you know what? You know what? That ain't that ain't nothing but a flat shredded wheat. <laughs> that's all that is, a flat shredded wheat. I'm like, I'd like some cheese on a Trisket, please. Yes, yes. How about <laughs> to have tomato, some, old, to, some, to, some hors d'oeuvres with that Trisket? Tomato, tomato. Please, Sorry. sir. May I have some more? May I have some more Triscuits? More? Yes, sir. Spray coupon on my Triscuits. <laughs> more? <laughs> on your Triscuits? <laughs> more? You don't like Triscuits. Can I just... Look, look, look. Can y'all please have some jelly? Can I have some jelly on my Triscuits? <laughs> on my Triscuits? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, man. Matt Ryan to Pittsburgh actually would be good, though. I, I just now thinking about it. I think that may make more sense, really, than any other team. It, yeah. I think because I, I was trying to think of some another team, and I'm like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. I think he's going to retire. Somebody else said Green, Green Bay. Green Bay. going to retire real. Yeah, I think he gonna. I think he's gonna retire. He don't want to keep up in his family, going place to play. I think he's just gonna go on and retire. I mean, if he does, if he does, I wouldn't blame him. Shoot, everybody loved him when he was on CBS today. In the field, they did. They did. Hey, they look. loved him. On he did his damn thing though. He sure did. Look. <laughs> oh Lord! But speaking of CBS, God, did, did y'all see uh, see the bullshit that they? Said about us. Uh, no, what what they say? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me say it real quick. They run ninety two nine the game. This that's all you need to know. Oh shit. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh shit. There it is. Go ahead. <laughs> what what the hell didn't happen? Yeah. Well, they said we lost yesterday what? in the opening. Day for free agents. Yep. Tampering. They said they we lost. They did. Because they feel like we overpaid for I, I don't know. They just feel like we overpaid for for, for guys or some push. They said we lost. They just long story short, they feel like we lost in the free agency so far. They feel like we lost. To whom? I guess to our damn selves, I guess. I don't know. See, see what I told you? See what I told you? It's the same bullshit. And I'm sorry to say it, it's the same bullshit. Now, as long as they had us on the quarterback carousel and we wasn't making no move to improve this team, it was okay. NFL, the media, and the NFC South, y'all scared. All of y'all scared. Well, they the only one who said that, man, because everybody on Twitter and everywhere else was yeah, saying we're going. They, you know they the only ones I heard say it. <laughs> you know why? Everybody Guess what? Because they ain't going to get paid for talking no more shit. Because eventually people going to be like, what are y'all talking about? What you mean they lost? I ain't never seen this many people on Twitter this happy that we made any moves at all. Bruh, Since we got Kyle Pitts. Bruh, this has been the most um happiest moment in the Falcon fan base history. Everybody ain't fighting, goddammit. Shit. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right. They don't care about that. 
Except for Matt Carroll and Matt Carroll acting like a Matt, little bitch Matt, right now. I, I, Matt, I, I, Matt, I, Matt, Matt Carroll is going to sit on Indianapolis. Well, you know, you got a couple of wet mops that's that's not going to like progression. You know how that go. Matt Kelly really sit on a cat. Me. I ain't gonna lie. He surprised the hell out of me. I, I had a lot of respect for him. I'm talking, he's shitting on everything. He already talking about that motherfucker changed from 24 to 25 that Arthur gonna get to get to get fired. I said, how the hell are you gonna change one day to 24 they gonna get fired? They gotta win this year in order to get fired. And then the next day you said they got the 25 to get fired. Like, make, make your mind up. You don't even believe the shit if you you don't even believe the shit you saying if you gotta keep changing and then switching up your your, uh, your tapes. Which means they're full of shit. We at a moment right now in time where Yes, you got a portion of the fan base still mad that they didn't get Lamar Jackson. That ain't going to never go away. You got content creators that still mad that they didn't go after Lamar Jackson. But from the majority of the people I've been seeing, this, like I said, this is the most united I think we've seen the Falcon fan base since 2016. That part. They trying to split. And I had to bring my bat out because um this, this is the bat of um uh bust a motherfucker upside the head bat right here. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> this is this this is the um this is the calm bat. This, this is the bat. I'm like, yeah. This is the most happy I've seen a majority of the Falcon fans in a very long time just based on these free agent moves because they actually see the team being able to have the opportunity to improve through free agency with money. And the problem is, is you have a portion of people who are benefiting from the fucking dysfunction war between Falcon fans. And it don't make no damn sense. They gotta keep keep the drama going. Let me say this. So if, if, if I'm saying this about CBS, all right, I'm, I'm speaking to CBS. I got an opportunity to sit in front of the CEO of that company who run the sports division. All right, I'm sitting in front of him. This is my conversation with him as far as this offseason is concerned. All right. Sir, I need you to understand one thing. Terry Fontenot, Arthur Smith, Arthur Blank stated that they wanted to work on depth. Okay? 
They didn't say they was going to go out and look for a superstar. They didn't say they were going to bring in a guy who's going to be a franchise leader for years to come. They didn't say that, all right, I need a guy who's going to be immediate impact. I'm talking about immediate impact, and he's going to be a, we feel that he's going to be a superstar in this league. They didn't say that. They said the objective in this free agency was to build depth. So when you look at Bates, we have a three-man rotation at safety right now. They went out and signed. Um, they re-signed Carter. They signed Ellis. Now we have a five-man rotation at the edge position. You got Taquan Graham, Grady Jared, Onyemata, um, Timmy Horn, all those guys at the D tackle. So that's about a four-man um rotation right there we accomplished that linebacker you have a guy like dorian etheridge signed to a, a futures deal he's a guy that you know he played well in the preseason he ended up getting hurt uh, a knee injury they brought him back they put him on the futures deal so he's there at linebacker you got troy you got ellis you got michael walker those four guys right there you accumulated the depth and it's quite possible that you're going to bring back uh, Rashawn Evans. Possible. So, when you're looking at this offseason to find a star like we did with Alex Mack, the Falcons needed a star. They didn't need that when they went out and got Alex Mack. They needed, they, they, they needed a star. That's the difference. So, when you're looking at the agenda of what the Falcons are doing, nobody say, all right, they want this. But if you look at for what, what they was looking for, looking to do, they hit a home run, bro. It was an A-plus offseason. They got everything. They got they got the, and they got a, a, a three-man rotation at that tackle position now with Caleb McGarry, Jalen Mayfield, and Jake Matthews. You got a guy that can step in at that right tackle. Um, you got Vrabel, uh, Mike Vrabel's son. He's another guy that they premium to kind of be that, that right tackle, left tackle um, position, more so right tackle. But, like, they have options now. They have depth. These are the things that people got to realize when you look at this offseason. It's about depth. They're not looking for superstars. And that's why the main reason why Lamar Jackson, as is sitting where the fuck he at, is because he looking – they. If they want us to be a soup. They want us to be looking for stars. We already got our star. Our star is Kyle Pitts, Grady Jerry. We got our stars. We need them. You don't you don't need superstars at every position. So you mean to tell me, Mike? And Blackberry, that this ain't a fantasy team. Is that what no. you're saying? And fantasy teams seem to never damn win. Let me say this. This probably gonna sound so disrespectful when I say this. Can I say it, K Style? Hold on, I want you to hit that super chat right quick before you do so. All right, um, game bread. <laughs> game bread. It's about uh, it's about a narrative. They wanted us he, with the $5. Uh, they wanted us to 
they want us back in Cap Hill by blowing the draft capital and money on Lamar. Um, appreciate it. But yeah, man, this that's why I was saying early, man. They like they want us to get a start. And I said this early on the on the live uh, on my channel. And one of the things is they want people, they want teams like the Atlanta Falcons to be to have a guy like Lamar because this is a big city. It's obviously one of the media capital um, of the world right now. Um, it's the busiest city in one of the busiest, if not the busiest airports in the world right now. So they always have people here. So it's always people in this city, in and out. I say that to say this. People see all these streaming platforms. It's a reason why they streaming platforms out. It's about taking their cut out of things. ESPN want to create their own platforms where they can control the narrative. That's the reason why they invested into the USFL. They invested in XFL. So if that thing blows up, guess what the money goes straight to? ESPN. Amazon. Amazon is another platform. The NFL, guess what? The NFL wants to promote their partners with Amazon. Okay, yep. everybody got Amazon. Everybody do everything through Amazon. This is the reason why they wanted Lamar here, so they can put Lamar Jackson on their show on Thursday to try to sell their product and get more people to buy their streaming platform. It's all about the money. It ain't about the Falcons. It ain't about them wanting what's best for us. They trying to use the Atlanta Falcons to sell their platform so they can make more money. It always go back to the to the money. If you sting, sting in yourself and you keep saying to yourself, why the hell do they keep saying that Lamar coming to Atlanta, Lamar coming to Atlanta? Just think of this song. Deion Sanders run, well, had a whole music video and the music video goes a little something like this. Uh, 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 Aunt, you want to sing that song? I told you so. No, no, oh, oh, no not, not that song. Oh, Talk oh, about the Dion song. Oh. Hey, song. The Dion song. Jericho juice everywhere. That's the reason why they keep bringing up Lamar here in Atlanta. That's what you need to know. I got some breaking news for y'all. Oh, yeah. David Montgomery signed a three-year, $18 million deal with the Lions. Eleven okay, million guaranteed. Oh, they got a monster back for you. Okay, <laughs> all right. All right. Jamal Williams. Hey, hey. Nice. Uh, Jamal Williams, a free agent. Oh, Jamal know. Williams. No, they count him. If oh, he was a free too? agent, and, I definitely know that. Okay. Oh, no. And they got Swift. Yeah. That's gonna be. They got a three-headed monster back there, bro. Okay, monster. They Which means Jerry Goff doesn't have. Miles. That means Jerry Goff said, doesn't man, have God. to be the superstar on the team. They can run the fucking football. Mm, you that don't say. Wide receivers. You don't say. They can run yes. it in a lot of different ways, too. So Their defense is a lot better than people think. 
And I don't like Jared Goff at all, but I'm going to give him his credit where credit damn do. He improved. The Lions look a lot better with Jared Goff than they did with Matt Stafford. That, 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 that's, that's a fact. They beat him for sorry as hell, too. So, <laughs> throw that out there. So, but getting back to the CBS thing, <laughs> you said that they said the Falcons did horrible. I'm well, looking they, at a they contract felt here. Felt like the Falcons. It felt like the Falcons did horrible because they overpaid for guys. Um, I'm looking at a contract right now that I say definitely was overpaid, and this wasn't a Falcon contract, and it kind of scratched my head too. Mm-hmm. Um, does anybody know about Mike McGlitsky? McGlitchy. Who? AKA Mr. Hurt a lot. That's a little what do you Let me see. Matt Matt McGlinchy. The one that played yeah, for the 49ers that, that always get hurt. Mm. Yeah, I think that man could. If I'm not mistaken. That dude got a 90 million dollar contract for Denver. God damn. And you talking about overpaying for somebody. Yeah, hey, hey, K Style. But didn't they want us to get Lamar Jackson? And yeah. would we have overpaid for him? Yeah. Yep. Major. Yeah, but we would have won more games with him, though, Juan. Don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> he only he had one more touchdown than Marcus Mariota last year, but we would have won more games with Lamar Jackson. <laughs> but 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 guess what? Guess what? The quote unquote city of Atlanta is disappointed because the Falcons didn't get a quarterback they wanted. Mm-hmm. But CBS talking about we overpaying Guess in what? free agency. How we overpaying and we still got money left? Is that, I'm about to say, I'm about to say, if we came in, and, and that's why I was trying to do some math. I was like, wait a minute. So we came in the free agency with. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me get the um handy daddy notebook right quick. Hold on. We came in a free agency with about sixty-five million dollars, right? Okay, so mm-hmm. we got the contracts here. Okay, Styles, make sure you carry two. I gotta carry the two, you two, I gotta carry the three. <laughs> <laughs> And for my calculations, is we went from sixty-two million. We still got about twenty-seven, possible twenty-three. If you take away the draft plan, how the hell we overpay for folks and we still got money? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm, no, look, I'm sitting here, but I'm looking smart as hell. I'm looking like, I'm looking like, okay, yeah, I'm carrying the two. Ain't that like boots and bad ass. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm sitting, look, I'm sitting here according to my calculation. Look, look, bro, I'm looking smart as hell right now. I'm like, boy, I'm actually doing trigonometry or something. Like, okay, we carry the three right here. Okay, um, pi three to the tenth degree power six. Yeah, don't get K-Styles. Get k over there quantifying the uh, hypotenuse. <laughs> I'm looking like <laughs> pimpers. Don't forget to use pimpers. And then, boy, I just had I just had a King Booker moment. I, I ain't even gonna tell you no lie. <laughs> I just had a King Booker moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, like that's why um as the Falcons come through through the kingdom of the Booker man um make sure you go ahead and kiss the ring. And then all of a sudden, somebody's still in wildlife. Like, I'm gonna go ahead and give you money, my loyal subject. He like, wait, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. Oh, 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 hell no! I think I just got booked. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I just had one of them moments right there. It's a damn man. <laughs> <laughs> man, I want all of you to bend this. Get your hands off my damn face. Booker be killing me, bro. Booker be mad gonna be no toy and yo. Hey, you drinking natural ice, bro? Get the fuck out of here. Oh, natural ice. <laughs> natural ice. Drink a real bit. That don't even sound appealing. <laughs> nah, but for real, bro. Appreciate you coming in, though. That's like, like wet said, water. Man, like, like I said, that's. Like I said, that that's the thing right there. See, when we talk about the 7-Eleven, like I said, this is the thing we talk about is it's not signing the quarterback that, well, not signing the player that makes people feel good. We said as soon as they got drafted, this was the era. When they, when they traded Matt Ryan, when the Matt Ryan trade came through, we said, welcome to the bad guy era. You ain't gonna get all that you want. And I don't know why. And I don't know why people begging these guys to give them what they want when you don't want them in the first damn place. Mm. I seen it coming when when they uh traded Julio, bro. Yeah, uh, that, that that's what it meant. Yeah, Julio. Yeah, it started with Julio. It got everybody mad. All that shit, Julio. And then Calvin really gets traded. And now we got to deal with Ty J. Sharp and Calvin and, and all these other receivers. So we still had Matt Ryan on team. So it was already bad guy moment right there. And then the very next season, then you got the Matt Curly goofy niggas out the world that, that, that the, the, the um, Mad so that they got rid of Matt Ryan shit and still won't I'm, let it go. I'm so disappointed. I'm really disappointed. Man. I'm telling you, bro, you ain't. Man, hit, look. Hmm. I was about to say something that wasn't nice. Nah, 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 don't even worry about it. I ain't, I ain't ready to get that, that dude no damn energy. But. People, this this team is not gonna be built on how you want it to be built. Deal with it. 
tweet. They can't build the Falcons like they do the University of Georgia. I think a lot of y'all got this shit confused. This oh, ain't boy, college football. This shit ain't college football. You ain't <laughs> you ain't getting five stars every year. Say it again. There's a budget. I hear you. There's a budget behind this. I, 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 I can't stand Georgia fans. That's why I don't really do a lot of Georgia content. I can't stand them. <laughs> I only like my own. Bougie ass niggas. K Styles, you know better than to be talking common sense. You know people don't know about don't common sense. You know oh, about man. that. I know about that damn common sense because they ain't got no damn common sense. Not a drop. Check, 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 check it out. Check it out. You see it at the bottom? You see it? Really? What? We see it. We see really? it. Really? Really? I'm on it. Here we somebody, go. Somebody read it out for me because I can't read it because I'm driving. Somebody read it out. Come on. Come on now. Really? Really? This Again, said, is that all that? you got? You know what? Y'all, 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 y'all want to be us. What? Look, first of all, look, put it on the screen. First of all, uh, uh, <laughs> a, a batch of collard greens. Y'all gonna have to learn how to troll. Y'all got half a damn team. Then we half. Have a roll session on they asses real quick. Right. Y'all got yeah, half yeah, a damn on. team. Hey, look, bro. Y'all need to sit the season hey. out. Hey, look. Your representative yeah. said y'all was gonna be better last year without Drew Brees. No, no, no. Last year, they said that y'all head coach was going to be coach of the year. Where he at now? It ain't even that. You know You know what? These damn Saints fans be arguing like bad bitches. Bitch, you want to beat me? Bitch, you want to beat me? Why you hate me, bitch? That's how y'all sound. Can I go down the road? Y'all got... Y'all ain't got no G. Your GM left. Your coach left. Your quarterback gone. You had to re-sign crab legs. You got no defense. Your dad gone running back is in jail. Who are you? <laughs> That's what y'all need to be saying. Who are you? Not who that. Who are you? <laughs> Hey, why are you here? Hey, 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 I'm about to say, hey, we're going to get y'all complimentary name tags. So every time y'all say who that, we're going to put name tags on them. Like, hey, we, that, that's us. We that. First, first, we first of all, hey, all y'all in the, look, all y'all in the comment section, y'all put hashtag paper bag mafia. This is what they're going to be reduced to. Hashtag paper bag mafia. All them ain't all them skank new fans. Seriously, y'all got Drew Brees. Y'all became skank fans all the damn sudden. Now y'all right back to being the same trash ass oh. team you was, oh, and not oh, the whole oh, NFL. Oh, oh, put that. The old Drew Brees got there. Like, look, the look, mud look, butt crew. Is on blast. Them motherfuckers were cowboy fans before Drew Brees got there. <laughs> Bro, I'm saying, bro, y'all, the, big, you know the, the biggest names so from Louisiana, the biggest names from Louisiana ain't even skank fans, bro. bro who's it, who's it, who's it, who's it hey, be in the host? Who's it be in the host game? Oh, sir, boy, that's a name I ain't seen in a good little while. Hey, man, Sergio, what's up, boy? What's up, man? He from the West Coast, man. Oh, my I ain't God. seen that yeah, name, man. Sergio, we ain't seen you in a while, bro. What's up, brother? You know what? 
I just thought about it. It makes so much sense now. Make it make sense. Now look, that like, like 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 what Piccolo said when he found out about Goku and Vegeta and their wives, he was like, Oh my god, that explains everything. I know why they act like that. They used to be cowboy fans. They used to be damn cowboy fans. Say that shit again, case now. Say it again. They used to be cowboy fans. So that's why they act like cowboys. I don't unlock the cowboys. Bro, that's my homegirl. My homegirl from she from New Orleans, bro. It's a lot of damn cowboy fans like that. Bro, we just unlocked the code, bro. We unlocked Mm -hmm. it. Unlock it. Y'all went from y'all went from bad to terrible. <laughs> terrible. Y'all y'all Nobody went from y- got paper bags in your closet you used to wear on your head. Hey, hey, you look. Got that hey. Bag in the closet. hey, hey, Blackberry. Blackberry, they went from they went from dry heat to moist heat. Well, you know that's what? That's stank, a stinking ass place, bro. That You talking about you talking about the eyes family? Yeah, the oblong. <laughs> Oblongs. Oblongs. Got the father looking like a weeble wobble. He was all body. <laughs> wife had wife had one titty. <laughs> K Styles. K Styles. Say they want a house K-style. on the beach or a house on the lake. Y'all grow up saying, "Oh, I want a house on a swamp." <laughs> oh man! All right, man. We we good, man. We good, man. We we gonna go ahead and wind this damn thing down, boy. About ten o'clock, man. We gonna let them get their time back, man. So, um. Like you said, we definitely appreciate y'all tuning in, man. I think this was a very fun one. Uh, we appreciate all 141 people that still stuck with us through all the shenanigans. Hit subscribe button, man. Make sure y'all hit that subscribe button. Make sure you subscribe to Jutal Sports. Make sure you subscribe to AFN, uh, Blackberry Larex, Champagne Confessions. Hey, man, the conglomerate is real over here, man. And as we always got the phrase over here, all is one. All is one. So, all is one, baby. All is one. I appreciate it, Sergio, man. Appreciate you tuning in, bro. Hey, man, we appreciate you tuning in, man. So, like I said, until next time, people, man, we ain't here to play. Oh, no. We here to stay. All day. Ooh, yeah. You ain't gotta go home. But you got. 
But you can't be a Saints fan. No, no, if you're from no, New no. Orleans, you might not want to go home, but take your ass <laughs> home anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no rats over here. Mm-mm. If you want to be... <laughs> Everybody despises the villain, but never take accountability. Bitch, <laughs> uh, you wanna beat me? That's how y'all sound fucking. Oh, that thing still say live up there, though. I got it.